We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Good morning. Welcome to Hardline here on News Radio 930 WBEN Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, starting it off here with uh, two hours of political talk, news talk, everything to get your Sunday started. Uh, just a program note this is the final Hardline hosted by Joe Beamer for the next two weeks. I'll be back in two weeks, taking a bit of a hiatus, uh, but it is. It has been another week of um, a lot of news, and when there's a lot of news, there's a lot of stuff to talk about on Sunday, starting with District Attorney John Flynn. John, good morning. Good morning, Joe. Hey, so on Wednesday, uh, we all we all followed the story at McKinley High School. There was a shooting-slash-stabbing um, and, you know, we got more information. Luckily, no one, uh, nothing fatal. Uh, where do we stand now on the charges, and is there still someone on the loose? Well, there are multiple people who are, um, quote-unquote, on the loose uh, that were uh, trying to ascertain who they are and, uh, and then go get them. Um, right now, uh, as you alluded to, we have uh, one person who uh, has been arrested uh, and has been arraigned. That, that, that is a 17-year-old uh, McKinley High School student um, who has been charged with attempted murder uh, and with assault. Uh, that individual was charged in the <clears throat> kind of the legal context of acting in concert with other people. So we believe that there were other people who were uh, involved with him in the actual beating slash stabbing of that 14-year-old victim who was also a McKinley High School student. Um, as your listeners are aware, um, there was uh, shots fired uh, also at, at the scene uh, that were shot at a security guard who was coming in to break up the initial fight. Uh, that security guard got shot in the leg. Uh, in addition to that, a, a 13-year-old child was also grazed um, in the left flank. Uh, I initially stated that it was in the left arm it was actually it it kind of went under his arm and, and hit the left flank but it was just a grazing wound thank god um and so you have you have one person who was stabbed uh 10 times uh and beaten you have another person who was shot in the leg another 13 year old who was shot in the side um and like i said there are there are multiple people who we um uh, want to charge uh, additionally one being the shooter um, who's a separate individual, and then the others who were involved in the actual beating slash stabbing of the uh, 14-year-old victim. 
So we, so the person that's in custody now, we don't believe to be the shooter. Do we believe that that individual stabbed the other individual ten times, or were there other stab, were there other people involved in stabbing the child that was sent to the hospital? We're, we're trying to ascertain that he's definitely not the shooter. Okay, so we we know that for sure. So what 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 happened here is that you had you had two groups of kids who were squaring off against one another in the parking lot. Um, one one individual from one group stepped forward, which was the victim. Another individual from the second group, um, along with others, multiple people, stepped forward against the one individual victim. The one in custody right now was part of uh, a group of kids. Um, I don't want to say how many uh, at this time, but let, let's just suffice to say more than one a small group of kids who then attacked the 14-year-old who kind of stepped forward from that other group. That 14-year-old was not only beaten, but was also stabbed, like I said, 10 times. So I, um, we're trying to ascertain right now who actually did the stabbing and who actually did the beating. I, I re- at this point, though, Joe, I really don't need to prove exactly which one did what. Um, because under the law, if two or three individuals are beating up another kid, they're all acting with the same intent. So if one kid had a knife and then the other two just beat, beat, beat the kid, all three, quite frankly, legally, are on the hook for the stabbing. So I really don't need to kind of ascertain who did what. Would I like to know? Absolutely. Will I hopefully at some point find out? I'm hopeful, okay, but but for for charging purposes, I don't really need to know who exactly did what. Um, so um, at this point, we're trying to ascertain. Um, you know, first of all, we're, we're trying to ascertain who the other kids were with this one 17-year-old I have in custody right now. And then once we identify who the other kids were, you know, then hopefully we'll be able to fi- figure out who did the stabbing, who used their fist. Who used their feet, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I don't know how much of this you can uh, you can say, but uh, how many more witnesses do you think that you, you're looking to speak with? Are there sp- still more people that were at the scene that you would like to speak with? Yes, um, there were about fifteen to twenty kids, fifteen to twenty-five kids um, who were at the scene. Um, we've got most of them um, uh, with an initial statement. Uh, we we want to go back um, and, and and do follow ups with with certain other kids because um, again wh- you know wh- once we wh- what happens here Joe is that if you come upon a piece of information that you didn't have when you originally questioned say one of the twenty five kids and now a day or two later you pick up a piece of information you then maybe want to circle back to one of the 25 kids that you talked to, to to follow up on what you learned a couple of days later. So that, that's kind of what happens in these investigations. So the more you learn, um, the more you want to circle back. And so that's what we're doing right now. I don't know. Again, I'm not, I'm not sure if, if you can reveal this information, but the 17-year-old that you have in custody, uh, was there any prior um, any prior involvement that you know of from the 17-year-old? Does he have a criminal record? I can't comment on that. You're right. Okay. I can't comment on that, obviously, because um, you know I, I can't. I don't want to, you know, uh, uh, you know, hurt his chances to have a fair trial. Um, so I, I'm not going to. I can't comment on that. 
Um, I I can comment on like prior um, bad blood with you know these two groups. There was definitely prior bad blood. It was it wasn't like they just kind of met in the parking lot and like squared off. Um, they, they there was prior blood um, from earlier that day amongst these two groups of kids. And there was discussion in the school about, you know, a fight happening after school, et cetera, et cetera. So it wasn't just a spur-of-the-moment uh, thing that happened in the parking lot there at McKinley. It, it was definitely brewing all day long. And the uh, the person in custody that's being charged, 17, does uh, his age change how he can be charged? Yes. It changes. Well, first of all, it changes, one, um, I can't give the name, okay? So, you know, normally I would have no problem giving the name of, 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 a, of a defendant who's been charged, but because they're a minor, I, I can't divulge the name. So that, that's, that's difference number one right there. Difference number two is that it, it goes into a specialty court that we have in New York State now, which was enacted under the Raise the Age Law, which came into effect in 2018-2019. And so there, there is now a... There is now a special youth part that is within adult court. I know it's kind of an oxymoron there, but there's a just kind of kind of look at this way. In like regular adult court, there is a special youth part that's in adult court, and so he he will now be um, uh, prosecuted in a specialty court for 16 and 17 year olds that is within adult court. It, it will not go to family court um, because um, the, the victim uh, you know, get, got, got a serious injury here and uh, a weapon was used. Uh, and so um, fortunately, it will, I'll be able to keep the case and I'll have jurisdiction over it, but there, there will be a specialty court um, that, that he has tried him. You know, we hear of of the uptick in, in, in violence, especially in schools. Um, how many have you seen an uptick in cases that you've had to deal with dealing with school aged children? Absolutely, there, there, there is not only a significant increase in the number of defendants who are um, under the age of twenty, let's say nineteen, twenty. You know, in, in their teens. Let's let's use teens. There's definitely been a significant uptick over the course of the past two years of the number of teens who are defendants. In addition, Joe, and what is even more disturbing and what should alarm the citizens of Buffalo and the residents of Erie County even more is the number of teens who are victims of crime, who are getting shot, who are getting hurt, who are getting stabbed, who are getting beaten. So, you know, we as a society need to need to recognize these two things that ha- that have been occurring in the past couple of years and we need to do something about it. Do you think uh things you know people see what's going on in the news obviously and they they see, you know, people prior criminals, you know, back out on the street. Do you think that plays into the mindset, well, oh, if I do this, I'll be able to get away with it? Oh, there, there's absolutely no doubt about it at all. I mean, you know, we 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 can we, 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 we can have an intelligent, analytical argument um, and discussion amongst various factions on the criminal justice spectrum about, you know, statistics and whether or not bail reform's working or whether it's not working, whether or not raise the age is working or not working, okay? And, you know, and we, and we, you know, and, and, you know 
we can get in the weeds on numbers, okay, and, and, and talk about minutia statistics and, and go back and forth and have a, and, 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 and have a, a, a good discussion about this, okay? But if you get out of the weeds and you look at this from uh, 30,000 feet, all right, and you look at it from a big-picture macro standpoint, there is no doubt that in the past two to three years – when you have had the significant changes to the criminal justice system in New York State, raise the age, bail reform, discover reform, legalization of marijuana. I can go on and on and on with all the changes that have occurred in the past two or three years. What this has done is that it has created, like you said, Joe, a mindset. It's created an overarching um, kind of mantra in our society that government – is now on the side of criminals. That government is now on the side of defendants. And we're going to worry more about defendants and people who are accused of crimes who have been caught up in the criminal justice system. We're going to view them more so than we are victims of crime, than we are society as a whole when it comes to public safety. And listen here, I have no problem helping out and talking about and trying to do what I can to lower the numbers of people going to jail and to, and to help out people who have been caught up in the criminal justice system. I, I think in my five years, um, I've done that, and I've got a track record of doing that. So I'm, I'm not going to apologize to any progressive out there or any criminal justice advocate out there about what I've done the past five years. You can look at my record and then be quiet, all right? But what we need to do now, okay, and we need to change the, the equation here and talk about crime victims and talk about public safety in general and start focusing on that more so than the criminals. Is that something, you know, with Kathy Hochul, a local who is now the governor, is this something that you plan on speaking or have spoken with the governor about? Absolutely. I, I you know, my, my uh, district attorney's association, so, you know, we have a very active and robust um, New York State district attorney's association that is comprised of all 62 county elected DAs across the state. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm a I'm, I'm the vice president of that organization. I'll be president-elect of that organization uh, in June, and then I'll be president the following June in 2023. So um, I have um, had numerous meetings with um, members of Governor Hochul's um, uh, legal team and, and staff uh, regarding all sorts of criminal justice reform, and, and they are receptive um you know they 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 are they, they understand that there are too many kids getting hurt that there are too many kids getting caught up in a criminal justice system and and they want to do the right thing as well and just look at some of the laws that we've we've enacted here and also look at other things too like too many guns and weapons coming into our neighborhoods and and things like that so it's a holistic approach that we've had very good conversation with the governor's office about this and i look forward to having conversations in the future john also on wednesday we had a stabbing in downtown buffalo uh there is a 16 year old who uh is at oshai's children's hospital uh but yet no uh no word on a suspect and um, i guess nothing brought to your office yet correct yeah, no, it's brought to my office, but I mean, again, our, our office gets involved with the Buffalo Police Department and all investigations, and yeah, we're obviously 
um, you know, investigating that in that case, um, you know, we, we know there, there are there are you know. Again, you know, a lot of cases involving young students. I mean, even at McKinley. I mean, a week before this happened um, at McKinley this week, you know, on February 1st, we had a fight in the hallways there at McKinley High School uh, involving some, some girls at the school. And two uh, minor uh, 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 females uh, were arrested uh, and charged um, with uh, criminal mischief uh, and, and fighting in the hallways of McKinley uh, on February 1st. And that 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 you know that we've made an arrest on, and we're we're prosecuting that case now. And so, you know, like 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 you said at the beginning here, Joe, we, we have seen just an uptick not only in the schools involving teens, but outside of the schools, um, on the streets uh, of the city of Buffalo uh, involving teens. From like I said before, on both sides of the spectrum here, as the um, perpetrators of violence and as the recipients of violence. And both sides need to be addressed, not just one or the other, both. And, and you know, we, we hear about the, the stuff that has come through your office, the stuff that you have seen, and, and we know that, you know, now after what happened at McKinley, uh, the Buffalo City School District is, you know, wanting to have some kind of reform. Have they reached out to you uh, to see your opinion on what could happen in the school, what the district could do? Well, yes, we we have. Um, I mean, for the past year now, Joe, we have been having uh, gun violence impact panels in the Buffalo public school system. So we have been working with the Buffalo School District for the past year now. And what we do is we have these panels that where we where we go into public schools in the city uh, and we give presentations on the danger of gun violence. Now, we haven't done one at McKinley yet, so I'm hopeful that we can go to McKinley next. We went to Bennett about uh, two weeks ago, and we had a, we had, we had a gun panel there in Bennett, in Bennett campus there um, where we know, we know, you know our panels consist of a member of my office, a member of the Buffalo Police Department, uh, a mother who has lost a child to uh, gun violence. Uh, we have uh, 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 former gang members. Um, uh, who are now, um, you know, successful, in, in, you know, in, in their field, come back and talk to these kids. Uh, we have community leaders come to these panels. So, you know, we have a very robust program where we're getting in their public schools and we're talking about gun violence. That's one of the things that we're doing. The second thing that we're doing is that, uh, you know, a couple of months ago, I, um, I along with um, uh, m- members of the community, along with the Buffalo Public School District, um, created what we call high-risk teams. And we created a high-risk team, team where we, are, we, we identified 10 kids who were shot. Now, these kids didn't do the shooting. They're not charged with anything. They're not arrested at all. They're not, they're not suspects at all. They were just shot. And so, obviously, they were shot because they were hanging around the wrong kids, and they were hanging around the wrong group. And so we identified 10 of these kids, and they agreed to be in this high-risk team program for a whole year. It's a year-long program. And we're, we worked with the Buffalo School District and the school resource officers to identify 10 kids to reach out to them to get them and their parents to agree to come in this program for a year so that we can get them on a better path. So those are the two of the things that we're doing with the Buffalo Public School District. And I, you know, I recognize the other day that um, the, the union president, Mr. Ramore, you know, called for um, you know, a state and federal investigation into finding out what's going on in the schools. Well, you know, the reality is, Joe, is that 
I'm already doing that, okay? You know, I, I can tell you what's going on in the schools. I can tell you why. All Mr. Moore has to do is pick up the phone and give me a call. John, uh, yesterday we had the um, trooper-involved shooting. Uh, I know that's gone to the attorney uh, general of the state, but ha- did you have any um, anything in that investigation? My, my role is to notify them. So what, what, what happens in these cases, Joe, is that, you know, um, uh, a year or so ago, um, a law was passed in Albany uh, that the attorney general's office has exclusive jurisdiction over all officer-related incidents that result in the death of another individual. So it's got to be it, – it, and, and it's, it's on-duty, off-duty – in uniform, out of uniform, it doesn't matter. Anytime there's an officer-involved incident where the officer causes the death of another individual, um, uh, according now to New York state law, which is, what, like I said, enacted about a year ago, the attorney general now has exclusive jurisdiction over those cases. So what happens is that once I'm notified of a case, which I was yesterday morning, then my role basically is to call the attorney general. So we, when I was informed, my office immediately called the attorney general's office, notified them that we had a situation, and then they took over. District Attorney John Flynn, any uh, any thoughts on the Super Bowl this uh, this evening? I'm hoping that I'm hoping that the Rams win because I do not want to see um, a gulf between Mahomes and Joe Burrows over Josh Allen. I don't want Josh Allen falling to number three, okay? I want Josh Allen to be number one, so I'm hoping that the Rams beat the Bengals so we, so we don't have this nonsense talk about Burrows <laughs> being better than Allen because he's not. I, I, I like that mindset, and, you know, it's time for Matthew Stafford to have a Super Bowl. Absolutely. John Flynn, thank you so much for joining me this morning. See you, Joe. That is District Attorney John Flynn addressing the McKinley High School stabbing and shooting and uh, revolving around that, the uptick in violence, especially among youth. When we come back, Councilmember Joe Golombek will be talking about that incident. Also, some snow removal uh, talk as well. It's Hardline, and we are a minute late to Alan Harris. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. 
blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.